Charlotte, would you read what's up there, please? Conjugal company and clever conversation. No. <laughs> Steve. Congenial company yeah. and clever conversation. Yeah, we need to kind of have a coined word there you have. I'm sorry. It's community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Some say You saw that, but that was heartbreak for that lady because she said it wrong. Guess the pronunciation's got to be dialed in. Damn, those wheel of fortune fails. Mm. Happy Friday! Here we are. We've made it to the weekend. I'm Adam Montiel. Thank you so much for being up and at him. Fun show today. Our conversation with Lou Ferrigno, aka the Incredible Hulk. If you heard yesterday's episode, had a chance to out of nowhere not only meet with him but go to the shooting range with the range masters and watch him let loose on that 45 as he got some target practice in. You know, he's a certified sheriff in both LA County and San Luis Obispo County. We'll hear about that and more when we talk to the incredible Hulk today on the show ahead of his signing Sunday, 12 to three at Captain Nemo. Also, it's Friday. We'll check in with our friend Robin Coleman. She's from the Woods Humane Society. This is a nonprofit organization that means so, so much to me. Uh, these folks are very dear, and their mission is very dear to me. Georgie, sitting behind me right now, is from the Woods Humane Society. And he, of course, is very dear to me. And we'll introduce you to Valentino. He is our pet of the week. And before we jump into our lo-fi headlines, let's give some love to our newest on-air supporter, and that is Tin City Distillery, located in one of the hottest tasting locations, Tin City. Yeah, Tin City Distillery is open for tastings of their, their spirits. And also, just get there as a cocktail bar. Seven days a week, you can head in there. You can take tours of the distillery, do some tastings on the weekend as well. Uh, their spirits are of the highest caliber. Their brandy is made from the best vineyards in Paso. Their canned cocktails are elevated and refreshing. And right now, you can win a $25 gift card to our friends at Tin City Distillery, celebrating them jumping on and being up and at them. Go to adamontiel.com. There is a big yellow bar right at the top of the home screen. You cannot miss it. Click it. Leave your info. And if I call you, we're going to do $25 gift cards all next week. So get in there right now. We even got a grand prize. So check out adamontiel.com. Click on the top of the homepage, and it's super easy. Uh, your info is safe. And all you got to do is pick up the phone when I call you, and we're going to hook you up with a $25 gift card to Tin City Distillery. And thank you guys for being Up and Adam. Up and Adam. Lo-fi headlines. More news from the violent seas and beaches that we saw affected because of the recent weather. A woman visiting Pismo Beach with her family died after being knocked down by one of the strong waves that pounded the Central Coast after Christmas. According to the San Luis Obispo Sheriff's Department and Tony Coppola, 39-year-old Georgia resident, Brenda Shunmaganathan, and I apologize if I'm not saying that last name correctly, she and her family were staying in Pismo when they decided to go down to the ocean, take some pics on a Saturday morning. While she was snapping the surf, a large wave came up, knocked her and her two children down. Family was able to rescue the children, but Shumunganathan was repeatedly hit by waves and became uh, stuck on a bed of rocks. Bystanders pulled her from the water, started CPR, but life-saving attempts from EMTs was ultimately unsuccessful. Multiple organizations, including the Pismo Beach Police, Cal Fire, Slow County Sheriffs were all involved in rescue efforts, which involved swim and dive rescue teams and an air support unit. The Sheriff's Department is waiting an autopsy to determine the exact cause of death. 
that is heartbreaking and our love to her family. My heart always sinks when people are on vacation and they have to fly home. You know, after something happens somewhere else, my heart absolutely breaks for that family. And speaking of weather and speaking of waves, they will peak again this weekend and mountain winds will be very strong. Dave Hovde of KSBY was reporting a locally strong winds in the Santa Barbara County mountains. They've prompted an advisory through today, but that same area has a high wind watch for Saturday afternoon into Sunday evening. We're talking about winds 20 to 30 miles an hour with gusts from 60 to 70. The wave story for the Central Coast has changed a bit too. There is a high surf advisory in place into Monday. 12 to 16 foot waves will have some maximum sets to 20 feet. This is even a little higher than the forecast yesterday. Dave Hovde says those higher heights will coincide with a moderate tide this weekend and a coastal flood advisory is likely. Dangerous riptides are a key concern, but also activity near jetties. People should be aware of the elevated surf, avoid proximity to it. A lot of people like to watch the waves crash on those breakwaters like in Morro Bay. This will not be as bad as the surf event last week, but still it's something to monitor closely, especially after our previous story. Other than the wind and the waves, the forecast looks pretty quiet until we get into the weekend. Temps in the next week look mostly mild, mostly clear, and temps in the mid-upper 50s to low 60s. And also look for some more wild weather. We could be getting active again with some rain by mid-January. All right, a couple lighter stories while my dog ate my homework. It's a classic excuse for kids, but here's something that really did happen. A couple in Pittsburgh named Clayton and Carrie Law had a new fence put up last month, and the workers wanted to be paid in cash. So Clayton went to the bank and took out 4000 bucks. And then 30 minutes later, their dog ate it all. Seven-year-old golden doodle named Cecil, who usually doesn't chew stuff up with a big stack of 50s and 100s, was just too enticing, apparently. The good news is they managed to get most of it back. The bad news, can you imagine how they got it back? It's exactly how they got it back. Sifting through Cecil's more potty, as we call it, at the house. Go more potty, Georgie. The bank told them this isn't that uncommon and they'd replace any bills as long as the serial numbers were still visible. So Clayton and Carrie got to work. Cecil puked some of the cash up. This sounds a lot more lab than golden, but I guess golden retrievers can get in this kind of trouble too. I don't know if this is so much doodle. This is definitely the retriever. Uh, Cecil puked up some of the cash, but to get the rest, they had to wait it out. Collected the bills, washed them, looked for the numbers. Each bill was like putting together a tiny puzzle. Carrie described the smell as so bad, but after lots of hard work, they ended up with final amount, 3,550 bucks. So they only lost 450 on the deal. Cecil, by the way, is fine, and they've already forgiven him. How can you not, cute dog? They said going forward, they will keep in mind that he has very expensive taste. And finally, if you had an original Nintendo in the 90s, you'd probably spent countless hours on this game. Maybe if you had Game Boy, like the OG Game Boy. But we all just got schooled by this Gen Zer, 13-year-old gamer in Oklahoma named Willis Gibson. Just became the first person to ever beat Tetris. He goes by the name Blue Scooty Online. If it's been a while, each level of Tetris, as you remember, gets faster and faster. Usually it just keeps going until you lose, but there's a glitch where it eventually gets so fast, the console can't keep up and it crashes. 
Until now, only AI had been able to do it. Willis made it to level 157 before it finally froze up on him. You can watch the whole video on YouTube. When it crashes, he freaks out, starts hyperventilating. Listen. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, yes. I can't feel my fingers. If you set your mind to something and you put work into it, most likely you will get it if you try hard enough. You set your mind to it. Hear that, Youth of America? If you set your mind to something, even you can be Tetris. It's tomorrow. The future. I love it. The entire run took 38 minutes, and he set several new world records, including highest score at just over 6.85 million points. Tetris on Nintendo came out 34 years ago, 1989, more than two decades before Willis was even sperm. He says his next goal is to do it again, but try and be more efficient. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. I want to say thanks to our friends at General Store Paso. They are downtown, right across from downtown City Park, 12th Street, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and just all the best for your pantry and home. The ladies are all about helping you connect with dozens of local makers. They got them all throughout the store, celebrating 10 years on the park in downtown Paso. Open daily 11 to 6 and 10 to 6 on weekends on Insta at General Store Paso. And I will say this, even what's in the store that is not local, they make sure that they find businesses uh, that they believe in, that they trust, and that they themselves feel good about supporting and about you buying. It's exactly the way that I look at the folks who choose to advertise here. Everyone that you hear here, including our new folks at Tin City Distillery, including the general store, we want you to know that you can trust them, get in there and have a great time and get some great products for your hard-earned money. All right. Coming up, we're gonna to talk to Robin Coleman. She is from the Woods Humane Society. That is next. First, our conversation with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, AKA the Hulk. We reported that he's gonna be doing a signing this Sunday at Captain Nemo, downtown Slow, from 12 to 3. Day after we did that story, I know that Sheriff Ian Parkinson is tight with him, so I texted Ian and said, hey, if there's any way, we'd love to promote what Lou's doing at Captain Nemo. Pretty soon I get his phone number. That same afternoon, I'm at the Range Masters in Slow, you know, at the shooting range with Lou Ferrigno while he's letting loose on his 45, getting target practice in. So cool. We played you some of that audio yesterday. Now the bulk of our conversation into just this, what I found to be a really interesting, kind, and classy gentleman, Lou Ferrigno, up and at him in the morning. Okay, so you've you've been a lover of the Central Coast for a long time. Yeah, because I've had a, a second home here, like a vacation house for many years, but then eventually I sold my house in Santa Monica and had a, a second home here, and I bought a big house in Pittsmore Beach because I want to retire here. Otherwise, I was still making movies, I'll be still filming, but this is my place to enjoy the rest of my life because I like the wine country, the country. Well, you like wine too? Oh yeah. Oh, see, we gotta talk wine. Well, I'm a big wine drinker. Really, who are some of your favorite wineries? I love this. Well, I love the Eden Valley, I like Toulouse, but my favorite going to Paso Robles. Oh yeah. They have different wine. My, my family used to make wine when I was young. Really? Yeah. So I grew up in wine, I'm Italian, because my grandparents come from Amalfi, Italy, the Amalfi Coast. Wow, I had no idea. I knew you loved the Central Coast, and I knew that you were friends with Ian Parkinson, and he was nice enough to connect me with you. And um, we're going to talk about your appearance coming up at Captain Nemo this weekend in just a bit. But I knew you loved the Central Coast, and you settled where? AG, right? Yeah, Royal Grande, Pismo Beach, right in the borderline. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's pretty. What you like? You ever go to like Spoon Trade or Ember? Or you like going out to eat? Yeah, I love like the AJ Spurs. I love McClintock, uh, Vista, uh, these different restaurants. But I mainly, most of all, I like to go to Africa Beach, like the Custom House, Ocean Grill, especially to see the sunset, especially by the beach. And also, I love to go to uh, the, the, what do you call that place to go walk in Johnson, the J- Johnson Trail or something. Oh, yeah, the uh, Bob Jones. Bob Jones, yeah. Because I love to be out in the country, be exercising. Going the beach, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's talk about what we're doing this weekend. This Sunday, it's going to be your first meet and greet appearance at Captain Nemo. Now, why did we decide to do this? This is awesome. People can bring, I guess, can they buy memorabilia there and have you sign it, meet you, take pictures with you? Well, the thing is, I do a lot of signing comic book stores all over the country, like Comic Con. I said, why not go in my backyard? Stan Lewis, I've never done a signing at Stan Lewis. They could bring memorabilia with them. There's a different price charge. I have my own pictures. They could take selfies, QA, ask questions. It's fun because it's part of my community. It's great to see my fans here in San Luis Obispo. I love that the trip did a story on you and, of course, watched you growing up. I was talking to my dad on the way over here about the Incredible Hulk. You um, you get into bodybuilding, and then you took your love for bodybuilding and also you, you said, man, I'm, I'm pretty good on camera, too, and got into acting and had an incredible career. Well, you see, when I was young, I grew up and how to overcome adversity. So then when I became a bodybuilding champion, I did the pumping iron meet on a Schwarzenegger. I liked being in front of the camera. I never told anybody I wanted to be an actor. So when the Hulk came along, the pilot, it was a training platform for me because uh, I learned a lot about the craft of acting. So now I've done over 50 films, six TV series. But it's interesting where I came from because the kind of life I've lived, I could bring all that emotion as an actor to the screen because most people don't realize that you can't become famous for 15 minutes. It's all about acting, studying the craft. Did you seem to have like a little connection almost, like a kinship with Arnold Schwarzenegger, both, you know, known for your bodybuilding, but also got into TV and movies, superheroes. Did you have a, a, a kinship with him or even just a, a loose friendship because of the similarities you had? No, we're good friends because Arnold's like almost six years older than me and he was my idol growing up. So I wanted, of course, on stage, I wanted to defeat him. But we were the two best in the world. Even though today, everybody knows Arnold and I. We still talk all the time. I have the highest respect for him because he came from another country. We helped to put bodybuilders on the map. I mean, uh, the guy is a smart man. It's amazing that he got into politics. But we never forget our roots of bodybuilding because especially that put, brought us, that's our passion. What did bodybuilding bring you? Like, I did karate when I was young, growing up. There's certain things you do, the martial arts, or maybe athletics, or certain things that we get into when we're younger, and then we start becoming into adulthood that really still shape us. What was it about bodybuilding that really shaped you, Lou? Well, with interesting, you mentioned karate. I trained Chuck Norris for many years. I did Chuck Norris karate. It was in UFAF. Yeah. Also, you got to remember, Chuck had a severe relationship with his father. Now, me too, I had the same thing. I had a severe love and hate relationship with my father. But the thing is that most time you're in bodybuilding, it's, it's about the inferiority complex. I wanted to prove that I'm strong. Nobody could pick on me. Look how strong I am. That's the same thing with karate. Be a karate champion. They probably had a rough childhood. And it's all about the self-defense, proving your manhood. So there's a lot of similarities because when I talked to Chuck, he went through the same thing. He had a bad relationship with his father, but he wanted to prove himself that he could be accepted, be regarded as a champion. Now, what, and you said it was a love-hate relationship. I mean, when you, and, and that's tough because, you know, you cut, you need so much from your father growing up. And, you know, here, I mean, you're a tall drink of water. What are you, 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, I mean, you're a tall guy. Yeah. You're obviously a big dude. I mean, I, but what was it about that relationship with your dad that seemed, that you seemed to struggle with? That's a good question because when I was young, I was not the perfect son. So what I've learned to, I, I didn't want to carry his pain anymore. I decided I had to find what's best for me because I didn't want to have to please my father. 
he always said to me, because you don't have the perfect hearing, you can never be this and that stuff. But I'm very fierce. I'm a fighter. I'm very driven. I can't take no for an answer. So I found bodybuilding to be my passion. That was my success, my journey to be successful. That was my vehicle. That's why in life, if you have a passion for something, you have to embrace it because that makes you unstoppable. Yeah. Now, obviously, you look at like you, Arnold, and all of us when we were in our 20s, 30s, and you know we lose it at different places. I mean, you're in phenomenal shape. I have no idea even how old you are, nor am I asking. But what? how do you make sure that as all more and more gets in our rearview mirror, I mean, I'm 45, more and more gets in our rearview mirror, to stay, you know, with the wellness, with body and mind. It's all about consistency. It's all about not listening to the not listening to the naysayers. It's all about being positive because you want to give yourself approval because the fact that you want to learn to compete with yourself. And I'm 72. You've uh, worked like Ian with Special Olympics, and you've done a lot of different, um, you know, philanthropic things. Giving back to the community has always been a big deal to you. What? I think I've done work with Ian. I think Ian's one of the best sheriff I've ever seen because he gives so much back to the community. People love him. He's a genuine person. He doesn't have an ego. And the fact that well, he was the captain when I first met him. So I talked to him years ago. I said, I'll have to work with St. Louis uh, Sheriff's Department. Since I'm a resident here, he said, why not? So he helped me get involved with the St. Louis, get certified in the St. Louis Sheriff's Department, which I'm very excited about. That's awesome. That's incredible. What can people expect on Sunday when they meet you? Well, they see me in person, have questions, me, me, because the original Hulk was there. I'm still here, three decades of fan. They could come to see my pictures, come check out the store, the great store. It's amazing because everybody has a superhero quality. They want to be connected to the comic book. What was that time like, though? Give me a little bit of an insight into that. Like, you know, you're at the top, you're on TV, you're the Incredible Hulk, for crying out loud. Is it, I don't know, if were you married at the time? Was it a lot of single women? Was it a lot of drinking and partying? Like, how did you and Hollywood, what was that relationship like? Well, Hollywood, I've always, uh, you know, always knew who I was. I never uh, got myself involved with drugs with the wrong people because the fact that, I have a lot of integrity in myself, and I don't mix myself in, into uh, affairs with different people, doing the wrong, going down the wrong path. It's all about confidence in yourself. Because a lot of times in Hollywood, people get jaded. For me, it never happened because I'm basically a very strong, real person myself. I like to be, I like to be a true gentleman. What do you spend your, well, that's such an aspiring thing to hear uh, you say. What are some of the things that, that fills your days now? Obviously, we're at Range Masters, which, first of all, I cannot thank you enough for allowing me to come shoot with you and hang out. How much fun is this? This is great. It's great because, like, being a kid, you know, it's funny. When I was young, my father took me to the range, and I was, like, six years old. He said he had to qualify. So I remember he shot, like, six bullets at the target. He pulled the target close to him. There were two holes here, four holes here. He's there, in the eyes and mouth. He said, if you ever misbehave, this thing couldn't happen to you. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, it changed my life because he, I grew up with law enforcement and he, he was a great, he was a great uh, lieutenant on the force. So that's why I wanted to be like that because I want to give back to the community, pro- protecting life and property. What time can people see you Sunday at Captain Nemo? Uh, noon to 3 p.m. I'll be there. So come on down, have fun. It'll be a wonderful meeting week. Get to see the fan. What's the decorum? Is it like if I have an old comic at my house and I want you to sign it, I can bring it? Or is it like you got to buy this stuff there? I know these are all different. You could buy comics there if you bring your own comics. There's a price sheet on the table. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I really thank you for allowing me to come over here. This was so much fun. Pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure's mine. And, you know, I'm just so happy that Ian was kind enough and you were kind enough to, you know, receive my call literally in a day's notice. I talked about you on uh, yesterday's show, and now here we are chatting today. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you came because I'm looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, awesome. Looking forward to seeing you Sunday, and uh, thanks for being up and at him. Okay, you got it, baby. Some say love is very 
Don't forget, check out Lou Ferrigno this Sunday, 12 to 3. You can meet him, take pictures, have stuff signed. Captain Nemo's comic store, downtown slow. All right, our pet of the week. Thanks to our friends at the Woods Humane Society. Robin Coleman, thank you so much for being up at Adam. You got it. Our first talk for 2024. I know. And you know I got some new pets to talk about. Happy New Year. (laughs) Well, also, I know there's some good news that we'll talk about in a second related to you had a promotion that you guys were doing over there, Home for the Holidays. And I can't wait to hear some of those numbers because you guys constantly are so good at just blowing the socks off of expectations. It is so neat. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna brag a little bit about Woods in a minute. But you know, we have to talk pet of the week because we that's what we do. We always have another pet that's in need. I know you love our doggy friends here at Woods. So I have one for you. Valentino, he is a small little 40 pound boxer mix. What a fun little package. He is fee waived because he's been with us for six long months. He was at the county shelter before we pulled him over. And he, I will say, some dogs just have a harder time at the shelter and he is one of those. He takes a minute to warm up to new people. He does not love the kennel environment. And isn't it a shame that the ones that do the worst at the kennel end up staying the longest oh yeah because they don't show good right you know they don't show good and and even with our our team it takes a while to for them to trust and so i feel so bad for this guy and but i will say our trainers spend a lot of time with him he is so smart he is so loyal he is so fun he loves agility who would have known because again he's like growling in his kennel timid shy Get him out, do some training with him, and he's ready to go. So he loves agility. He loves playing in a ball pit. He's very treat motivated. I would say probably an experienced dog owner, a dog savvy person that can keep him busy, continue his training. I think he would love to do obedience classes or agility courses. So if you would like to take a look, he's up on our social media, Woods Humane Society on Instagram and Facebook. He is so cute, so adorable. And what a great little size at just 40 pounds. I know he's got a cool size and the 40 pounds is because, you know, he's lean. He's a, he's a strong little, strong little boy, but I mean, he's, He's got he's got this little face, really expressive eyes and ears. He looks right at you. He's got and because yeah. he's only one and a half, like you, you got a lot of the puppy behind him, and then you got all this like dog to shape and mold and train. And looking at this picture of him, I posted it in the dog okay. pits. Uh, him looking up at you. I mean, just an expressive little front of his face that you just want to like mm, squeeze it. Yeah, and he's that boxer mix. He's got that little bit of a frown, you know, and he kind of looks, somebody called it, somebody (laughs) said he kind of looks like Grumpy Cat. Right. (laughs) He's like Grumpy Cat, but in dog form. But then when he opens his mouth, you see those two like sides of his jowls like come up and looks like he's smiling. But you're right, when his mouth is closed. And he's got an underbite. And and we love a good underbite in a dog, don't we? Who doesn't? (laughs) My fiance stuck with one with me for a little bit, so it's all good. Oh true God. love. It's true love. So good. So give you got to give Valentino a chance. And when you see the oh six months, and he came from the other side down the street, and then you know, and yep. it's just some dogs they're not. But it's so funny. We even noticed it with Georgie. Like you get him home one month, they're, they're a different dog. Mm-hmm. Two months, three months, they are. It's so set and feels safe. They're not. You know, I was reading books about how dogs will all you know look behind them the way they poo. They're always trying to find a safe mm-hmm. place because you know their nature is to make sure nothing when they're in a vulnerable state. Their nature yeah. is to protect themselves when. 
you have a dog that is, you know, 90 days in a home that's been loving him, this dog even lets a big sigh and just, you have a different dog and you, and you only meet that dog when the dog is out of the kennel. Mm-hmm. Ah. I, lo- I love what you're saying and I, I see it. it. You know, I see it every day at Woods. Yeah. We see these animals. They turn corners here, but they really turn the corners once they're in the home. They were not... They were not designed to live in a kennel sheltered environment. It after 14 days, it psychologically and physically can start to wear on them. So that's why animals are so so incredible. These dogs and cats that have to hang in six, eight months, a year. We talked about a dog a couple weeks ago that had been in a shelter for two years, and they hang in and they're happy every day just to see you and get some food and some pets. That's why I love them. And you know, just a year and a half, he spent a good amount of his poor little life in a shelter waiting Uh, for someone to give him a chance. So let's do it. Let's get Valentino adopted and kick off 2024 um, in a better, better place for our friend Valentino. So far, 2024, um, we get to reflect on just what a big year 2023 was also culminating the home for the holidays promotion. In addition to 84 animals, just in nine days, finding forever homes. What are some of those other numbers that you're proud of? You know what? I am so proud of our team and our community. We could not do it without it. Woods is a special place, but I want to share that in 2023, Woods found 2,767 pets homes. I am so proud of our team for that. 5,558 people donated in one way or another to help the cats and dogs at Woods. We spayed 5,431 pets, and we also logged 18,692 volunteers hours. We shared 13,000 pounds of pet food with people in need, just one bag at a time. People going through a hard time but want to keep their cat or dog. We had over 800 animals in foster care that were going through some hard times. Mm. We educated over 2,100 kids um, just how to be humane and care for their pets and be nice to people and animals. Um, We did almost 800,000 social media shares and likes. So it is just what an incredible year. What an incredible community to be a part of. I love Woods. I hope you guys love Woods. And just a quick reminder, there is something that anybody can do to support their local shelter. You can adopt, you can foster, you can volunteer. Of course, you can donate. Follow us on social media, share our posts, come to our events, sponsor our events, host fundraisers for us. Um, we need you more now than ever, ever. There are so many animals in need, and really those homeless pets need you guys more than ever. So please pay attention to what's going on around you and your local shelters. Support us. We're working hard to save these little lives. Well, let's see what we can do in 2024 with Woods. I'm so happy to partner up with you guys. You can look at a picture of Valentino on my Insta story this morning. It's Friday. Have a great weekend, Robin. Always love chatting with you on and off the air. And thank you so much for being up and at him. All right, you got it. WoodsHumaneSociety.org. So much fun. Love chatting with Robin and love the good work of all of the folks at the Woods Humane Society. Many thanks to our friends at Dow Vineyards, our community uncorked partners. Check them out in Paso. Some of the most beautiful sights, scenes, and wines that Paso has to offer. Go to DowVineyards.com and thank them because with all that you've seen with them in national, global headlines, they are still supporting local and this broadcast right here. All right, how's that for a week, huh? Thank you so much for making us your first podcast of the day. Also for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast wherever you listen to it. It means so, so much. 
Next week, we'll talk Restaurant Week in San Luis Obispo. Kick things off Monday with Jackie Clark's Charles Worth, among a lot more fun stuff. Can't wait to be back with you. Thanks so much to our friends at Moonshiner Collective for original music on the show. Start again. Also, Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration. Don't forget, thanks to our friends at Tin City Distillery, brand new sponsors on the show. You can win a $25 gift card to Tin City Distillery. Go to my website, adamontiel.com. You can't miss the big yellow bar on the home screen. Click that baby. Give me your name, your info. It's completely safe with me. We're not doing anything with it besides going to call you up, maybe put you on the air, tell you that you won. And who knows? With gift cards all next week, thanks to our friends at Tin City Distillery, why not you? Go to adamontill.com right on the homepage. Click the big yellow bar that says Tin City Distillery Giveaway. I could not have made it easier. All right. Have a great weekend. Be safe. If you are going to go to the beach, be very careful. Again, big waves, lots of big winds this weekend, too. We're back Monday. Thanks for being up and Adam. Start again. Let's start again.